The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rock. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow it. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys could join us here on Monday morning, and hope you had a great weekend. And I, I got to tell you, I'm a little behind. <laughs> Uh, I stayed up a little later than I should have, uh, hanging out with my boys around the fire for a little bit last night, and so my brain still isn't even really awake. <laughs> uh, but in any case, uh, we've got uh, a lot for you this morning, and i got to get to it because of the length of the statements from this nurse and from this doctor that I want to give to you. I think it's important, and I'm going to use the platform for that. Big Tech is trying to silence us. They're trying to silence these doctors, these nurses who are trying to warn you of things. And so we're going to give them a voice here on the Sons of Liberty. All right. So if you want to check us out online, please do so. Let's get this out of the way real quick. 
Go to sonsoflibertyradio.com or sonsoflibertymedia.com. If you head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, you can scroll down on the right side of the page if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, and you'll be able to join us on uh, the video platform that we're on. That's right. You can see the faces made for radio. And I just head over there, click on it. You can make it. You can enlarge it to your screen, whatever it is, television or computer, whatever. And also, you can click onto that and join us in the chat. Lots of people up early this morning. Um, same mindset or similar mindset, I should say. Other patriot Christians who are in the chat there that you can make friends with, and hopefully begin to work together. We we've I got an interview coming up here soon with a lady from my state who's actually working on a thing called the Hundreds Project, which most of you could probably do very simply if you're attending a church at all. And that is to just get in the community of 100 people, get in their lives, not just show up once a week, but get in their lives and uh, make a difference in your state. So we're going to see about doing some of that stuff. There's a lot of stuff to check out here at SonsLibertyMedia.com, including Briley's show from Saturday. You can scroll up right above uh, where we're going live. And you can catch his show there. Also, he'll be live at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Okay, And then right above that is where you can enter your uh, email. We don't rent it. We don't spam it. We don't uh, sell it to anybody. You get one email a day. That includes the morning show, the video, and the podcast, along with any links that we have. And finally, if you agree with our message and you want to support the Sons of Liberty, we don't ask you for money. We do tell you we have needs. Okay? There's a big difference in that. And we trust the Lord moves on his people as he will and provides for us. So there's a donate button at the top of sonslibertymedia.com. Click on that and you make a one-time donation. You can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. That option is also available at the top of sonslibertymedia.com. And you can purchase our products in the store. That uh, helps us do what we do, helps uh, equip you, and helps also provide good conversation starters for you in the sphere of influence that God has put you in in the ministry that he's called you to as well. So those things can be all found at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Again, uh, if you are late to the party and don't know what's going on with these vaccinations, if you don't understand how you're being played as far as all of the uh, things that are taking place, both in this country and abroad, then you're about to have your world shaken here. I've got a nurse for you this morning. I've also got a doctor. This is going to take up the hour, what they have to say, but it's so important. And look, they are being censored just like we are. In fact, probably more. Everywhere it gets put up, unless you're on Rumble. And we want to give a shout-out to, to people like Rumble, people like Brideon, people like, um, uh, what's the other one? BitChute. Even though I can't upload my stuff. I can upload it. It just doesn't seem to want to go through. But hey, I'm, I'm behind those guys as far as what they're trying to do. They're staying the course. They're allowing people to post dissent. And the whole point is this. These people need to be heard. Because you're not hearing about the CDC's VAERS report, which is only 1% to 5%, by the way, if you follow that. Only 1% to 5% of cases, and those are the ones that are actually reported. So with that said, I've got a, a nurse and a doctor, both out of Canada. The first one is from uh, Nova Scotia, Halifax, Nova Scotia. And this is a nurse. She has obviously been warning for some time, very serious warning that she's giving. And uh, these are regarding the vaccination. So I'm going to play her, and then I'm going to take a break here, introduce you to the next guy who is a doctor out of Canada, and what he had to say when he found out what was happening after he started administering 
the COVID experimental vaccinations. All right, here it comes. So I have a few things I need to talk about here that are very, very important, very important. And it's time that people start listening. Um, the agenda, as we call it, is in full effect right now. There's many points that I'm going to speak to, and I'm going to try to get this out as quick as possible. Um, I have other clients coming today, but let's get this out now. I wasn't going to do any more videos, and I probably will be slowing down on them. Uh, I'm doing a lot behind the scenes, a lot behind the scenes, um, and that's where the focus needs to be now. But there are some situations taking place right now that need to be spoken to, and they need to be spoken to right now. Before this fear-mongering increases, before more and more people continue to get tested and vaccinated, I need to share this information with you. So please hang tight through this entire video and listen to the things that I have to tell you and look for that information yourself so that you can verify what I'm saying is true, okay? I first wanna to speak to the US FDA coming out uh, three days ago. There's videos circulating all over the internet of this actual um, conference and briefing taking place. So you can see this information yourself. I have shared it on uh, Instagram as well as Facebook. And if you can't find it, let me know and I will send it to you. The FDA has stated, this is the head of the FDA that spoke and he said that his 17,000 plus employees and himself will not approve or authorize any vaccinations. They have not gone through testing. They are not showing to be effective and the FDA will not approve or authorize the use of vaccinations. I don't know if you guys understand this yet, but the only reason these vaccines are being rolled out is because we are under states of emergency in various countries. This is the only way that they are allowed to administer these vaccines. And in the U.S. No that FDA was started by Trump, not them, Biden. It's continued won't. by Biden, just so you understand. Because of multiple different things that they are violating. They have made it very clear that 17,000 employees at the FDA will not be authorizing or approving these vaccinations. Why are you going to get a vaccine? They are not effective. They do not stop the transmission. Since vaccinations have been rolling out across the world, COVID cases have skyrocketed. Adverse effects are taking place by the minute. Severe adverse effects. Deaths are adding up by the minute from the vaccinations, not from COVID. You need to wake up and look at this information and see when agencies like the FDA are saying they are not approving or authorizing vaccinations, you need to ask why. You need to look at all of the statistics that are on every government site for the adverse effects and deaths that are taking place around the globe. You need to look at the data that since vaccinations have been rolling out, cases have been skyrocketing. Scientists and health professionals have realized that almost 60% of those who are coming in with positive COVID cases have already been vaccinated. Why are you still getting vaccinated? Now I'm going to speak to what is happening in India. All over the news, mainstream media, you are seeing um, severe 
situations that are apparently taking place. They are showing you footage and pictures from May of 2020 when there was a gas leak in India and many people died and hospitals were overrun. You can verify this information if you look for it. It's on my webpage, or it's on my Facebook, it's on Instagram, it is everywhere. This has been debunked already. I also encourage you to be watching what citizens who live in India are saying about the current situation rather than listening to what your TV is telling you. We need to come back to humanity. We need to start listening to our neighbor. We need to start listening to the people who are on the front lines. We need to start listening to the people who are in these situations and are telling you that what your television is telling you is a lie. In India right now, there are not people dropping dead on the street. I have listened this morning to hundreds, okay, hundreds of people, citizens of India stating that this is not happening, that they are lying to you. And also that since they started administering vaccinations coercively to the people in India, that people are dying quickly. This is not COVID. This is the vaccinations. And all of the videos and pictures that you are seeing are from May of 2020 during the gas leak. You can verify that yourself. In Nova Scotia, I have had so many people contacting me and I apologize to all the people that I haven't gotten back to right now. I have a flood of messages coming through and phone calls and emails on all of my platforms of nurses and people in long-term care facilities reporting what is going on right now in Nova Scotia. All of the people in long-term care and all of the nurses are being asked to be tested every four days without symptoms or contact. This is how your numbers are going up. We know very well the WHO, the CDC, and multiple doctors have all told you that the PCR test has a 97% faulty, false positive rate. When are you going to wake up to what is happening? I've also been told this morning that anybody who downloaded the COVID application, many of these people are receiving notifications that they were in hot zones where people had COVID-19 and they are being um, urged to go and get tested right away. This is why your numbers are going up. They are not going up because of people with COVID or any symptoms. They are going up because of asymptomatic people being tested. I would like you to ask in the history of medicine, in the history of your life, when have people without symptoms for a virus or a disease of any illness of any kind been tested? But this is all of a sudden normal that they're doing this. I um, screenshotted a conversation this morning from someone in long-term care here in Halifax. I want you to take a look at it, what she's saying. Not only are they testing all of these nurses and long-term care providers, but they are taking away staff in these medical positions if they come back with a positive test, even though they have no symptoms, none. They are being quarantined for 14 days instead of being able to be at work, helping the elderly and helping those that are sick. Surgeries and appointments are being canceled and put on hold and delayed. These people 
are getting sick and they are dying because of what your government is doing right now by falsifying data. We need to start listening to the people who are on the front lines that were brave enough to come out and tell the truth. Even the lady I was speaking to this morning that works for the long-term care facility here in Halifax said that if she quits her job right now, her children will starve. She cannot come out and tell the truth. She cannot quit her job right now. Now think of all of the other doctors, nurses, government officials, everyone in these positions that want to speak out, but they cannot. And I can promise you that we are going to start to see all sorts of people leaving the healthcare industry because of what is going on. And at that point, they will start to tell the truth. People are getting to a max point with this. They have had enough of the lying, the tyranny, and the medical malpractice that is taking place. I also saw that they have put out an ad for volunteers to be administering tests. They have brought in the military to help with COVID. Now that's the next thing I'm gonna to speak to. Listen carefully. People like myself have been telling you all along what this agenda was going to be. It has been like clockwork. We told you that once they rose the numbers enough in the third wave, that they would then bring in military, which they are. And our president brought in it in Scotia first thing. In Nova Scotia and Ontario, military are being deployed to help with COVID. Meanwhile, they're sending our nurses and long-term care workers home to quarantine when they have no symptoms of COVID-19. Now think about this for a moment. So are they going to do the same thing with the military? Are they going to test them while they're here too and send them off duty? How are they going to go about that? I'm sure you'll see soon enough. And I want to bring to attention that the military coming in for COVID, for health reason, is one step closer to what they're doing. They are going to use that as a guise to make you believe that the military is here to help you. We can see what the next step is. And people like myself has, have warned you of what this next step is going to be. In the UK right now, they have announced that the UN is going to be deployed on their streets until 2023. Guess what? That's when the vaccine trials end as well. If you don't think this is gonna happen here, you need to pull the wool out of your eyes. This is the next step. We have told you for over a year now how this is gonna play out and every single step has happened exactly when we said it was going to happen. If you have noticed, everything starts at the UK, then it comes to us. So after the military are deployed here for health reasons, you are then going to see the UN stormtroopers on your streets. How do you feel about that? Do you think it's about health? Trudeau also just announced that they are passing the vaccine passports. This means under the Emergency Act and the War Act that his father put in place when he was in power is going to be invoked. You will not have freedom of choice to get a vaccine or not, or you will be outed out of a society. Your employment will be gone. Your rights will be gone. You will not be able to go to a store or go anywhere in society without this vaccine passport. 
Now, regardless if you support what is going on right now or not, do you really think that in Canada, freedom of choice should be taken away from people? Do you see what is happening yet? And if you don't, what is it going to take? Please tell me. This is happening all over the world. All over the world. And the presidents and prime ministers and different government officials who have spoken up in Africa and other places have somehow mysteriously died. We had the Tanzanian president reveal that they tested fruit, goats, and all sorts of other things with this PCR test, and they came back positive. He exposed the truth, and guess what? He's now dead. The ex-CEO of Pfizer has come out and told everyone what is going on and how dangerous this situation is to humanity. And nobody listens. We have police officers standing down and saying, no, I will not enforce these measures because they are violation of human rights. We have thousands and thousands and thousands of nurses and doctors speaking the truth. If you don't believe me, there is a doctor's alliance. Look at the Great Barrington Declaration. Look at the Nuremberg trials that are taking place now. They are speaking out. They have told you what is happening. Are you going to let this happen? And if so, for how much longer? Because we don't have much longer. Once these passports get rolled out and the microchips that are coming right after that, you no longer have freedom. It is gone entirely. Your children, your grandchildren, and anybody after that will no longer have freedom. This is totalitarianism. It is communism. I know here in Canada, we have had it pretty good all of our lives. And to believe something of this degree is nearly impossible for most, and I understand. But you can no longer run from this truth. You need to open your eyes and see what they are doing. I am not saying that COVID isn't real. I am not saying that people haven't died of COVID. I am not saying that there isn't a virus that we need to protect the vulnerable from. But what they are doing and what they plan to continue to do is going to be a lot more harmful and severe than any virus on this planet could ever be. You need to turn your head to what is happening. Get over the emotional component of everything that's going on. When we're emotional, we don't think rationally. This is science. It's literal brain fog when you're in an emotional state. You cannot think rationally. This is why they continue to fearmonger. This is why they came on our Nova Scotia News, our premier and our health officials and stated that they're scared, they're anxious. They're pushing their fear on you so that you are scared, so that you don't stand up, so that you believe the crap that they are dishing out. 
please take a moment, pull yourself away from the emotional component of all of this and look at things with a rational mind. You can't run from this any longer. We are drowning humanity because the 1% want to take over the world. And again, it sounds crazy. I know. But look at the World Economic Forum, the Davos Summit. They have told you everything the entire time. Do you think that when Trudeau says you will own nothing and be happy that he's joking? He's not joking. So are you going to continue to follow this COVID narrative and lose all of your freedoms? Or are you going to stand up? Preach, lady, preach. I want to let everybody that's on here that plan to go to the rally, that I believe that they are maneuvering. They are maneuvering for the rally, which is what we have to do. We have to keep pivoting and keep maneuvering to make this happen. They will not stop us. We will not stand down. But please keep your eye open for a change in the way that the rally is going to take place. Everybody, keep spreading this information. Keep pushing. Keep showing everybody what is happening and keep standing strong. And take part in the stuff that's happening behind the scenes. Okay. All keep right. taking that's part in... Whoops, sorry about that. Uh, that's that's this nurse out of Nova Scotia, Halifax, Nova Scotia. By the way, if you want to hear what she is talking about with the FDA, you can slide over to sonslibertymedia.com. And the video right below hers, okay, so this was the video we were just playing. The video right below hers is the, the FDA, uh, the guy who's speaking in this, saying that the FDA isn't approving them or you know, any of this kind of stuff. And yet, uh, they aren't speaking out against them either, are they? They're just letting it go. They're they're paid off little pimps by the big farm. This is why government has no business, one of many reasons why they have no business in healthcare, okay? Because of junk like this that's going on, all right? Now, there's a there's something else that's, that's taking place, and that is there's a doctor out of California, or not out of California, out of Canada, excuse me. And this particular doctor had something to say in an interview that I thought was worthy of the people hearing. And again, uh, he's put out an email where in the place he serves in Canada, and we're going to go over just a little bit. I'm not going to make it a long thing, but we will go over. So if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to catch the end of the show, you're going to have to jump over to sonsoflibertymedia.com or beforeitsnews.com right there at the top of the page. And uh, to catch the the end of the video, so it will we'll probably go over maybe five or ten minutes, if that. I don't, I don't know, but it's going to take a little bit extra to go through. This guy, this doctor, is was told not to talk about what was going on. He had like nine hundred patients. He was to administer the vaccine to the Moderna uh, experimental operating system COVID jab injection to his people. And he had people dying. He had people with adverse effects out of 900 people. And he's, I'm not going to do that. He brought up his concerns. They told him to be quiet. But he broke that. And he was telling how it was killing and injuring people in his uh, community that he was serving. And he wasn't going to do it anymore. So with that said, 
This is uh, Dr. Hoff. He is out of Canada, and this is an interview that was with uh, a lady by the name of Laura Lynn Tyler Thompson, uh, and she's able to have this brief interview. This is going to take up the rest of our time today, but again, these people are being silent, so while we have a platform, we're going to give them a voice, okay? It's much more important you hear that right now as to what's going on and what these people are doing. They're, some of these people are risking all. This doctor is obviously risking all to come and to speak and to tell uh, what's going on there in his community. Now, without further ado, here's the interview with uh, Dr. Hoff. Uh, let's get to my producer, Toby Carson, who has uh, exceeded all expectations and tracked down Dr. Hoff. Let me tell you that Dr. Charles Hoff is in the paper. Basically, uh, he's he's in he's on the hot seat because he has dared to write an open letter to Dr. Bonnie Henry, and that's because there are things that are going on up in his community in Lytton, B.C. If I'm not uh, mistaken, and Toby Carson is there with him right now. So let's bring them on. And I just want to thank you, Toby, so much for doing this. Would you introduce us to Dr. Charles Hoff? very privileged to have Dr. Hoff here. We're sitting in his home here in, in beautiful Lytton, in amongst the mountains today. Uh, we were able to track him down, and he so graciously accepted an offer to my uh, to my interview request. And so I would w- like to welcome you, Dr. Hoff, to the show today. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome. This is definitely a Thank man you. of inte- great integrity, very, very bold, and we just really, really appreciate that, which you're going to share with us today. You're very welcome. Thank you very much. You're Thank welcome. you. Mm-hmm. We really are grateful, uh, Dr. Hoff. Thank you very much uh, for being here. We understand now that you have written a letter. One of the things, you start out your letter um, to Dear Dr. Henry, which is Dr. Bonnie Henry. The first dose of the Moderna vaccine has now been administered to some of my patients in the community of Lytton, B.C. This began with the First Nations members of our community in mid-January 2021, 900 doses have now been administered. Will you tell me, uh, Dr. Hoff, what has transpired and what brought you to such concern that you felt you needed to write an open letter to Dr. Bonnie Henry? Yes, I'll tell you um, really the story. Um, About a month ago, um, I expressed when when all the news about the blood clots from the AstraZeneca virus and that sort of thing were coming into the news and there were 12 countries in Europe that had discontinued it and and I just you know I knew that this vaccine rollout was happening without any long-term safety um, data and the, the number of cases of anaphylaxis showed us that the, the the risks of it that were quoted by the pharmaceutical companies in proving their safety were, were definitely a vast understatement. Um, just and we could see that just with anaphylaxis right off the bat. You know, in Lytton, um, you know, the, Moderna quoted one in a hundred thousand. We've had two in Lytton in the first nine hundred people vaccinated. So I mean, we can see clearly that they fudged their numbers basically to um, to prove the safety of their vaccines. But but to get back to my story, um, I, I sent an email that I thought was a bit foolish um, to to a group of the people involved in the the vaccine rollout here, and these were pharmacists, nurses, doctors, just in our in our area. Just, it, I think it went to eighteen people, and um, I just said, you know, with, with all these 
side effects appearing, shouldn't we perhaps just pause things for a while? Anyway, within 48 hours, I had a very stern rebuke from my superiors at the Interior Health Authority who told me that I was guilty of causing vaccine hesitancy and they were going to be reporting me to the College of Physicians and Surgeons of BC and that I was forbidden from saying anything negative about the vaccine within our health facility. So I had been given a gag order. So initially I was a bit intimidated because, you know, unfortunately many doctors are because the colleges hold enormous authority to literally shut down your livelihood or to give enormous fines. So I was a bit intimidated, but as the week went on and I saw more and more people coming into my office with serious neurological problems, um, following their, and this was just the first shot of the vaccine, and we know that the second one gives much worse side effects, I became more and more angry about my gag order. And so I, I, was, I was told when I was in my reprimand that if I had any questions about the vaccine that they needed to be addressed to the, the medical health officer responsible for the vaccine rollout for our area, and that's who I needed to be speaking to. So I wrote a letter with all my questions and concerns, and of course, my questions have no answers because this is an experiment and we don't know what the answers are. But anyway, I put them all in the letter and I sent the letter off to this doctor who's the medical health officer and to date have received no reply, which I, didn't, I suppose wasn't exactly, um, it wasn't, wasn't surprising. Unexpected, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so, so after receiving no response from her, I thought, well, then I'm going to write to Dr. Bonnie Henry, who's our provincial health officer. So, um, so I thought because I didn't expect a re- response from her either, that I would make it an open letter and that I was so angry about being shut down, basically being gagged and, and threatened with, with punishment for speaking out about what I was seeing in my own patients that I sent it as an open letter. And that's, I imagine, what you have. Exactly. And um, uh, is it also correct that um, that you have been invited to participate in some sort of Zoom call or a, a safety thing to, tomorrow afternoon? Yes, yeah. So to my absolute astonishment, Do- uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry did respond. She had referred the matter to a vaccine safety specialist, um, who who asked to have a meeting with me, and um, so that meeting is going to happen tomorrow afternoon, and so I'm yeah I'm just uh, in just trying to prepare myself to to be able to speak the truth, and so what I'm telling people about is not some theory. This is what I've seen in my own patients. I've been a doctor to these patients for 28 years, and and now three of them are disabled by this first vaccine. And it, it upsets me very much because these people did not know that they were part of an experiment. Right. So so this is very alarming. And this is what we've been seeing, Dr. Hoff. And I just want to say again that I am so very grateful for you speaking out. And I do not understand why there is being a, a silencing of doctors who are just telling the truth from their expertise and so I thank you for your courage in spite of what you are, you know, facing or, or any repercussions. Um, when you say that you've been a doctor to these patients for a long time, uh, you know them. And also you've seen that one person has actually died 
and I believe it was it was quite a few days after the vaccination, right? Yes, that, that's correct. So, so in, in that person's case, there's no way of proving what they died from. This was a person who had COPD and was on one medication, which was a Ventolin puffer. Um, they um, and and so. This person just complained to his wife that ever since he had the shot, he was short of breath all the time. And then eventually, three weeks after the shot, or in fact, it was 24 days to be precise, he was literally sitting on the side of the bed talking to his wife and just keeled over dead. So I don't know what he died from. Unfortunately, I wasn't on duty that week. An autopsy wasn't done. He was just buried or cremated or whatever happened to him. And so... It was just odd. He had no history of heart disease or of strokes or anything else. It was his only. Yeah, so, so that is an unknown. We, we, I, I just don't know if it was the vaccine. Right. But I appreciate you raising the alarm because these are things that should be investigated. They are also truths and facts. It's data that we can put forward. So your concern then also is that you're seeing some harms that are coming to other patients. What are the types of things you've seen? Well, I think perhaps the the most tragic of all of them is a a very dear 38-year-old lady in our community who who had her first shot of the COVID vaccine, and she was one of the people who had an anaphylactic reaction. So within 15 minutes, her, her tongue and her throat swelled up and she felt like she couldn't breathe properly and and she developed itchy skin and uh, so she was treated for her anaphylaxis and once she'd recovered she went home um and uh, the the next day found that she was literally so exhausted that for the next three weeks she tells me that she literally slept till five o'clock in the evening every day for three weeks with a pounding headache so then she started to improve a little bit after that. And then one week after her shot, she developed a Bell's palsy, which is a paralysis of half of your face. So she couldn't close her left eye. She, her speech was slurred because it affects your tongue as well. And it's hard to eat because you drool out of the side of your mouth. But what was most unusual is that Bell's palsy is not usually painful. But she had pain on the side of her face where this palsy was. So that is something different that I do, I've never, ever heard of a painful Bell's palsy. So she also, at the time that she got the Bell's palsy, just became severely dizzy. And since, uh, and so she's now almost three months since her vaccine and still cannot drive. She is so dizzy all the time with incessant headaches. The headaches aren't all the time. They're, they're every day. But the main thing that disables her is the dizziness. And so her Bell's palsy improved to a point that she can actually now close both eyes. But when she blinks, you know, only one eye sort of one eye doesn't blink properly. Um, but 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 so her you know, we don't know if her, her facial paralysis will be permanent or not. But she she so she has been off work since since her shot in January, middle of January. Doctor, with Hoff- no sign of any movement. Yes. Right. Are you aware of which uh, vaccine specifically that this uh, poor woman took? Yes. Yes. So all of my patients have had the Moderna vaccine. Moderna. Okay. Moderna. Yes. Yes. That's the only one that's been given. So this is very difficult. And Dr. Hoff, isn't this, uh, this has also been reported across the world in other um, vaccine adverse reaction publications 
that have said mm-hmm. Bell's palsy and things like this are, you know, they, they are occurring. Yes, yes, absolutely. And so, I mean, Bell's palsy is, is disfiguring, but it's not disabling. You know, it's a very unfortunate thing because it often doesn't fully, sometimes it'll fully recover. This this young lady doesn't look as though hers is going to recover because for the first for the last three weeks there's been no improvement at all. So hers may well be permanent. Usually you see a steady improvement if it is going to improve. Right, and and so what are uh, you said uh, there was several patients. Uh, what what are the symptoms for the other patients? Well, the others, yes. So so I, another. Um, lady um, who is quite a lot older. She's 81 years old. I mean, she told me last week that she does not want to live anymore. She has so much pain since having that vaccine. And so her pain is in her shoulders and her head and her neck. And she just has incessant pain to the point that she just doesn't want to live anymore. Not only does she have this pain, but she has weakness in both arms. So, so this is not a stroke because a stroke doesn't give you equal weakness on both sides. I don't know what this is. I don't know if it's if it's something along the lines of multiple sclerosis. It, it certainly could be. Every one of my patients with neurological uh, deficits is different. Everyone is completely different. So, it, 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 But they're all neurological problems from the Moderna vaccine. So she told me that, that, that not only does she not want to live because of her pain, incessant pain, but her hands are so weak that she can't even open a box of Kleenex tissues. And so she is just miserable and and wished that she had never had the shot. You know, unfortunately, a lot of these vaccines were never tested on elderly and never tested on people with multiple comorbidities. So so they, they sort of chose relatively healthy people to test them on so that they could prove how safe they were. Wow. Uh, Dr. Hoff, it's so it's so alarming, and thank you for telling us. You know, sometimes we can read these stories in the uh, publications that come out, but to actually speak to somebody who knows that this is happening. So, um, was there another patient, or could um, I, I do want to know? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So the, the the third one who who literally is also has a what looks like it will be a long term disability, and we can't really. So we're in, we're almost three months out, so it's maybe too soon to say it's. But 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 when there's just no improvement, it certainly looks like it's going to be. So he's right. a fellow who, whose only side effect is in the arm where he received the vaccination. So so he just has incessant pain in that arm and weakness. So, so a very weak hand grip on that side. And, and what was also most peculiar in him, so his, his is not a, a, a pain on both sides of his body. It's just the arm that was vaccinated. It's just painful all the time. Um, but, he, but, but just a neuromuscular weakness, just weak, a weak hand grip where he, he certainly wouldn't be able to open a jar or anything like that. But what was odd with him is he had these neurological symptoms of, 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 of weakness and pain and also actually paresthesias, which is tingling in his fingers. But um, about six weeks after his vaccination, that arm just suddenly swelled up from about the elbow downwards. So swelling is not usually a neurological sign. That's usually a sign of either lymphatic problem or a vascular problem. So, so in all of these people their side effects are sort of evolving. In other words, there's some process has been started 
that I cannot identify. These people need to have MRIs and a whole lot of expensive investigations to try and sort out what is going on. But each one is distinctly different. I have other patients who said they can't sleep since having their vaccine two months ago or their feet are sore. Um, it, it, it's just a, a huge variety of things. But except for the fellow with the swollen arm, they're all neurological problems from the Moderna vaccine. Right. And so you asked Dr. Bonnie Henry some very pointed questions. Uh, you said, are these considered normal and acceptable long-term side effects for gene modification therapy? Judging by medical reports from around the world, our Lytton experience is not unusual. And I, I guess I'm gathering that what you're saying is, if this is what we're seeing, and I think later in your letter, you're, you're asking, is this not cause uh, perhaps for, you know, some reassessment of if we're going to proceed? Exactly. And and so the questions that I asked her, no one knows the answers for because this vaccine was rolled out with no long term safety studies at all. This this is an experiment. And so, of course, she can't answer that question because no one knows what the long term, you know, this is the RNA and DNA therapies have never been done on people before. Um, so it was sort of a, a difficult question for her, because knowing that she, there's no answer, no yet. We, we're just seeing it now, basically. And so I was just saying, basically implying that these are unacceptable side effects. And the other thing that I mentioned in my letter, that normally when you're doing a research study, testing out a new therapy, if it's shown that the therapy is very harmful, it is normal, a, normally a principle of basic ethics that you stop the study. You don't carry on harming Amen. people just to sort of see how bad it gets. Makes sense. You, you, you normally discontinue the clinical trial if harm is shown. And, and that is what I challenged her with in my letter is, you know, isn't this unethical to continue this on without knowing what we're up against. No, it's criminal. It's criminal. Exactly. Um, I just thank you for asking these questions and um, and for being um, so courageous as to ask. It does seem that doctors um, across Canada, um, Doug Ford has just said that as a premier, any politician that's going to go against these medical authorities, it's political suicide. So we are at the mercy of these people, Dr. Hoff. And you heard Dr. Hodkinson in his, um, his video today. He says, like, this is a major crisis of unparalleled proportion. Yes. Yeah, no, so it... it, it Unfortunately, most of the management of this pandemic makes no sense, uh, including this vaccine rollout. And so the last bit of medical information that, that might be useful to your to your viewers is that we've now discovered that there are three senses that are lost with COVID. And the first is the sense of smell. And the second is the sense of taste. And the third is common sense. It has completely disappeared. Right. That's real. That's really good. Yes. Smell, taste, and common sense. I common appreciate sense. that. They're gone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for a little laugh in the middle of it, you know, because this is such an alarming thing to so many people. 
anyone that dares to investigate and to go a little bit deeper than anything we're hearing on CBC, CTV, and Global. And, sir, I dare say that nobody from CBC, CTV, or Global is going to be calling you and saying, Dr. Hoff, we understand that you've done, you know, this this open letter to Dr. Bonnie Henry, and you're citing these things. And it's true that it's uh, you work amongst a lot of Indigenous people as well, right? I do. And, and it grieved me greatly that the people this is an experiment and it, it grieved me that the first people that the government chose to sort of experiment on was the elderly and the first nations people now i know there were healthcare providers involved you know in that as well and i was offered this vaccine and i said no thank you i would like to be part of the unvaccinated control group in this experiment um but but um but it grieved me that well, all of the patients that I have that now have long-term, neuro- well, well, ongoing neurological side effects are all First Nations people because they were the people who got it first and the rest are just getting it now. Wow, you know what, uh, Dr. Hoff, on this program, I sounded the alarm about that. I, I said, does that seem right? I even spoke with a First Nations woman who was not supportive of this at all, at all. But then the political correctness, you know, kind of came in and and the, you know, the way that they're presenting it. And all of a sudden they were rolling it out up there. It seems wrong to like, why? Why would they do that? I'm sorry, but I cry foul on that. And and I, I think something's very wrong with using certain people groups to be test cases for this. And I. All right, I'm going to stop it there. Uh, we may not go over because there's there's just some. If you want to see the rest of the interview, there's about maybe ten minutes left. That's available at SonsLibertyMedia.com. It'll be in the archives later this morning, so you can do that yourself. Um, that'll be available. So will the FDA video that I talked about, as well as the video from the nurse from Halifax. And you know what's interesting is let me address something. You know, um, you know, South. I, I realize the people in the chat. Uh, the people that tune in every day are, are well aware of the experiment argument, but there's new people who show up in the video channel all the time, and they are unaware of the fact. Some of them are unaware of the fact that this that these vaccines they've been the definition has been changed to include these vac- these injections now, but we refer to them as experimental injections. Is to help people understand you're the guinea pig. Now, nobody likes to be a guinea pig, do they? But everybody who takes these shots, doesn't matter who the manufacturer is, you're a guinea pig. You're the one being tested on. And I'll tell you, from what I hear, you're being tested against the Nuremberg Code, which is that you're supposed to have informed consent about what you're getting into your body, whether you consent to that or not, not legalese language to protect whoever, the guilty. And by the way, uh, our own government has said, you can't sue these guys. I think that's bunk. I think that's completely unconstitutional, completely unlawful. And uh, there needs to be some serious repercussions for these companies, as well as the media. And guys, I I heard somebody talk about uh, in the chat, they need to be locked away for No, they need to be put in the ground. They need to be put in the ground so they don't do it to anybody else. They don't need to be fined. They don't need three hots and a cot for the rest of their life. They need to go see the judge, the real judge, the one who renders without bias, 
he renders according to the law because he's a just judge and a holy judge. And that's why they need to be put in the ground, not in jail. I don't know when we're going to get that, folks. I don't know when we're going to quit this hippie Jesus stuff uh, and ignore all of God's law and the judgments that he has given that our forefathers held to. Okay, Go back and read your state laws. They pointed to the law of God, not only for the law, but for the just punishment for breaking that law. Let's get it one. Let's get it one way or the other. You say you're out for blood, Tim. No, I'm not. I'm out for justice. There's a difference. But let's get it straight. They're coming to kill you, or you're going to deal with the tyrants. You hear me? They're coming to kill you and me. That's what they're coming for. They're not coming to to play patty cake with us. They're not coming to have a democracy with us. They're coming to kill us. They're showing it to you. It's right in your face. They've been doing it for decades with little babies. And you thought, well, it isn't my baby. It isn't me. I don't have to worry about that. Now they've been doing it with the elderly in the nursing homes through the jab. They're doing it with all kinds of healthy people with the jab. Putting you into subjugation. Let me ask you something. I'm not telling people to go off and be vigilantes. That's not what I'm saying. There is a way that we do things. There is due process. But listen, at the end of the day, once that due process is is taken its course and the people are convicted, they go in the ground. Period. Not multiple years of all kinds of stuff and leeching off of the people whom they have harmed. They go in the ground. That's what the Bible says about those who are guilty of murder, conspiracy of murder. And that's what this is, guys. Nobody can sit there who is pushing this out and say, we had no idea. Nobody can say that. And some people still got to wake up from the political idolatry they're in and praising Trump and thinking he's he's the one who put you in this. Yep, he got that vaccine passed within what? Just a few months. He wants to talk about that. The next time you go to one of his rallies, Trumpites, how about asking him if he's going to take uh, responsibility for all the thousands of deaths of Americans from those jabs that he rushed through? How about the the over close to 100,000 adverse effects that have been reported? Is he going to take care of that? Guys, we got to wake up to what the truth is. And the truth is that we've been lied to. The Bible tells us to expose those lies, Ephesians 5.11. And it calls us to repentance. And that is to serve our King, our one and only King, the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's the, we got to defy the tyrants here. we we got to defy the tyrants. If these guys aren't giving it to you, I don't know how to do it. 23 hours, we'll see you. Catch Bradley at 3.